Welcome. Thank you for tuning in and listening. I was just checking the date because we're categorizing some of the storage of these podcasts and some of the content we're doing and I clicked up on the top of the Mac and there it is, Sunday the 12th of January 2020 and I actually just sat for a moment and thought, whoa, it's 2020 and I know we've been conceptually for 12 days understanding that it's a new year and, you know, we are in the year 2020 but I was thinking back that I actually turned 40 years old this year. Um, That's for me just did my head in for a second because I hadn't really thought about it actually. I mean, for me, birthdays are something that, yes, are to be celebrated because why not? Any excuse for some sort of celebration. But actually thinking back that 40 years ago, I was born in 1980 and that's a great year to be born because it's easy for the maths of remembering how old you are. So in 1986, I was six. In 1989, I was nine. In 1996, I was 16. So it was really it's a good year if you're mathematically inclined. So it was very easy to remember. But to even think that the year 2020, I'd be 40, that basically is just doing my head in because in my mind, you still feel like you're 18 or 20 years old. It's a weird thing. I'm sure everyone feels the same, but um, you get older, but I certainly don't feel older if that's a weird sort of thing. It's a weird time construct. So Having a think about that in, in 2020, I was thinking about exercise. So since New Year's, I was thinking, well, do you know what? I am 40 years old this year, so I need to probably start thinking in terms of biologically, how do I improve my performance a little bit? Because let's just say I'm a third of the way through my life. Yes, I'm an optimist and those who do the maths, a third would mean that would be a good goal to get to 120. But I'm hoping a few of the medical breakthroughs happen in the next few years and we get to get those small life extensions that increase this great time on earth but thinking about that it actually came back to thoughts around a lot of the top performers and a lot of our clients and a lot of the people and family and just starting to think a little bit about where does exercise before we have these medical breakthroughs fit into your life and particularly for business owners entrepreneurs people that are trying to build companies Exercise is something that you commonly see fall off. In fact, a lot of people might be out there at the moment going, geez, I don't even have an exercise routine. Or others might be sitting there going, yeah, no, no, I go to yoga a couple of times a week, which is almost nothing against yoga, but it's actually not enough exercise for anyone. Now, luckily enough, very, very early on in my life, my parents put me into sport or some level of exercise. And to be fair, they didn't need to push very hard because I enjoyed sport. I enjoyed playing with things. I enjoyed games. I enjoyed kicking footballs. I enjoyed playing baseball, all these sort of things. Now, the great thing about sport, and particularly in an early age and particularly in school, it's a little bit of an advantage, not just because of sport, but actually being put into structure that helps performance. Because the great thing about sport is that you get into an environment that has some level of competitiveness. So not only are you playing, but you're trying to learn new skills, you're learning the value of practice, you're learning the value of teamwork, you're learning the value of others in the team and having to compromise, you're learning how to deal with adversity, times you know where you may not be picked for a team or you might have injuries or whatever it is. You're just working, you know, you get accelerated social dynamics. So being in sport for me is a very, very was was a very important fundamental. Now, 
Leading from that, I was lucky enough to play in a couple of elite junior teams, nothing of note in terms of senior, but at the time they were the sort of top level of junior teams and you learn the next level of competition that how people will do anything to get where they want to go, what you have to do to be a top performer, the difference between someone who makes it and someone doesn't is not this huge gaping, you know, this chasm that you have to cross. It's these small one percenters that they do better. So someone who can be the difference of a someone getting taken into the big leagues of a sport versus someone who just misses out. It's not a gaping thing that you can see. It's the other person being able to do a few things a little better but at that elite level. That's the difference. That's the difference between, I guess, in the NBA, playing in the NBA and looking at the guys in the G League, which is the sort of second-tier league. If anyone's familiar with that sort of thing, there are some amazing players playing in the G League. There are amazing, amazing players. People have dominated in their own countries if they've come from anywhere outside the USA to people who have dominated in college but may have just missed out on the draft. They're there but it's a completely different standard to the NBA versus that and you can see the difference is so small. Now once you start separating that so the guys that go to the G League versus the guys that are playing in the NBA you're actually in a more elite and you start to see the gaps widen from there but it happens from a very early age and you, you happen from anyone. Now being lucky enough to be in sporting teams you learn a lot of these skills, you learn all the things that we mentioned previously but for people who may not have ever been in a sporting environment you do need to learn some of the skills now you do pick them up in other areas of life of course but particularly in terms of contemplation and thinking about my 40th year and thinking about the year 2020 it's more around as a leader a business owner or entrepreneur where are you putting exercise and health as part of your priority because gone are the days of sports, fun now, recreation, you want to play a game, great, you might be playing it for recreational purposes. But as a leader of an organisation, it's very, very important that we start to think about our health and well-being as part of our leadership criteria. Because it's a little bit like sporting levels. You actually, the more people you get to meet, the more people that you see the levels of success they've achieved, you can actually see that they try and replicate that in, in most part in all areas of their life. And it's a great way as a leader to also identify where people aren't congruent. And that's a great skill to have, particularly when you look at your employees, particularly when you look at people you work with, maybe it's even working with your clients, you start to realise where are these people not getting it? And before we get to that point, we need to think about personally, where are you not getting it? Where have you taken a step that health and well-being is a second-tier priority to your business, to your life? Where have you decided that other things are more important for you to address your general health and well-being? And this is really, really important because we know the old saying, if you don't have your health, you really don't have anything. So a lot of, particularly a lot of business owners, realise that, wow, I need to be working so many hours to get a business up and running, especially if you're self-funding it. But even if you have investment and things like that, you're expected to treat investment money the way you would treat your own. So you're a backable person, which means you do whatever it takes to get the result you need to. 
Now, what that generally means for people is, well, if I have to prioritise my business, that means what's the first thing I can fall off? What's the first thing I can find in terms of time to spend more time on the business? And because we're these type of creatures as humans, the first thing we do is a bit of self-sabotage. The first thing we do is look at, well, I guess I don't have to go to the gym tonight or I guess I don't have to go to that or I might stop playing that, you know, weekly game of whatever. And you start to look at those things because there's a, it's a double-edged sword really. And the double-edged sword is not only is that good for your health but it's a major stress relief. So me, I probably come from the side of exercise is everything. Exercise is the gateway to your mental health. Exercise is the gateway to inspiration. The more you feel good about yourself, the healthier you feel, the clearer you feel, the more energy you feel, the more ideas come to you, the more you have the energy to want to try more, the more you have energy to deal with the one percenters. You have to build up that armour and the armour for us as leaders is how do I get my body, how do I get my mind into the best absolutely best state possible and this is crucial absolutely crucial because there are times as an owner particularly in smaller businesses where you have to do some unreasonable things things like you just got to do some late nights and early mornings an opportunity comes up you don't have the people resources and it falls on you sometimes you need to do something that's mind intensive. You have to think, think, think and then you stop that and you have to go to another meeting and you have to be in there and you have to be up again. And it might be the third or fourth time that day. And this is the thing with a lot of a lot of business owners is they start to neglect their health. Not only do they don't do an exercise regime but they start to eat poorly. They start to move their regime. They start to not eat the right things. They start to overdose in sugar. They start to overdosing coffee they start to eat heavy carb foods to feel full because they know they won't be able to eat to the end of the day and i get it it's very very busy being a business owner absolutely and it's hard sometimes particularly at the startup phase of your business to actually get some structure and routine but this is the thing where we need to apply discipline and we have to apply a different form of discipline because we have to basically let go of having the option not to be healthy and i know that's very confronting i realize how the confronting that is because not only that you have to take back or take the permission that you need to keep healthy but you've got to juggle all these other things and at times it can feel selfish because you've spent so much time in your business and then you've got to get back to your family or you spend so time doing this and there are others supporting you and you want to go and support them i've got plenty of clients that not only do they run their own businesses but they've got husbands and wives at home supporting the kids while they're doing some late nights early mornings and having this sort of you know lifestyle while they build a company that's not predictable and so they feel guilty that if they're going to put in a gym regime that well they can't do that because they're already asking so much of their family unit but this is critical and this is so critical that part of your job as the business leader is to keep healthy and keep mentally fit and you can intertwine both of those words. You can keep mentally healthy and physically fit. But you don't have a choice to start chipping away at that because that is the beginning of the end of as soon as you're not playing at 100% personally and physically and mentally, it's going to have ramifications in the business. And then we've got this house of cards type scenario where 
something's going to give. And when something's going to give, it's very difficult to quickly turn it around. So personally in 2020, um, we've made the decision here. And when I say we, I'm talking about my family unit. At the moment, that's Alana and I. And we're talking about we need to get healthy and whatever that means for each of us personally. For me, I know what health feels like for me because I've had these you know, now 40 years of actually being in environments and once upon a time owning gyms and being a personal trainer. So I understand for me what that means. For Alana, it's something completely different. She's had someone who's had in the past different injuries from when she was in sporting teams at school and she's looking to not only repair and get fitter but we're both looking to be at our physical best for what that means to us. Now, for me, that means going to the gym four to five days a week. That is a necessity. That is part of my job. As the group CEO, my job is to get the returns that I've promised for not only my staff, not only my clients, not only my investors, not only myself, but my job is to get those returns. And there is no way that I'm giving myself the best opportunity to get those returns if I'm not mentally and physically at my peak. So for people who know what that is, that's about finding time, about setting the routine and getting back to it. You need to be able to look at yourself and say, I don't have the option, this is part of my job. So I see it as the CEO, part of my job is that. I do not have a choice about whether I want to go to a gym. So when I'm tired and I go, do I need to go to the gym? I don't have that choice. That's part of my business role. I need to be there because if I don't have it, I'm going to be tired. I'm going to be stressed. I'm going to start with anxiety. I'm going to start to eat prob- uh, not well. So if I don't do that, I'm going to be a worse leader for all my people. And that is not what people are backing me for and it's not what I'm backing myself for. So for you as a small business owner, you need to behave as though you had people that you need to or you've made promises to. So what are you doing? Now, if the answer is, you know what, as I said earlier, I might just go to a couple of yoga sessions a week. That is absolutely not enough for your sport or your health. That is not enough. It's nothing against yoga. It's a wonderful thing. But for me, at elite performance, you need to be moving four to five times a week. You must be getting healthy exercise. That is where a lot of your inspiration will come. When you're in these sessions and you're actually not thinking about work, it's when you'll find most of your best brilliant ideas start to filter in. You'll find that you start requiring less sleep. It won't be initially because obviously when you start a new regime, the body needs to repair, it's changing. But what happens when you start to get into that regular routine is the body starts becoming stronger. The body starts to repair itself. The body starts to behave like it was when it was younger. There is an old saying that we used to use at, at when I had these gyms is, I don't really mind what you call health and fitness, but once in your life, get yourself to a peak health and just feel what it's like. Feel what it's like to just for once in your life, get your body and mind to a peak state. Because most people have never even felt what it's like to be fit. You know when you meet those really annoying people, and they just seem so bubbly, happy, ready to go, energetic. You're like, what's wrong? Are they on drugs? You know, why are they like that? It's because a lot of these people have found what works for them. There are these huge batteries and reserves that you have as a human that you need to tap into. 
most people who feel tired, you know, it, you ask them, great, well, what's your regular routine? Oh, no, I don't really have a regular routine because, you know, I've got an irregular life and it's just all bullshit. It's just all bullshit. And this is the thing is, I mean, it's not about, it's got nothing to do with weight. It's got nothing to do with, you know, you know, shaming people on having to be a certain look or feel because of exercise. It's about having to arm your body and mind with things to grow a business. It's about creating energy. It's about the insurance policy against diseases that are preventable. It's about feeling good so you make better decisions around food because when you feel fitter the body doesn't crave sugar doesn't crave these complex things that makes you feel sick and this is the thing if you've never felt that you've probably never been at a peak performance feeling and we used to see it all the time all the time in our gyms most people have never felt what it's like to be fit healthy mentally fit there's a clarity you get when you feel confident about yourself physically. And today it's very important that we discuss this because exercise is part of your role as a leader. You should right now, and if I was you, I would look through your calendar and I would book in for the next six months four exercise sessions of no shorter than 45 minutes to an hour every four days for the next six months. It doesn't even matter what you start doing but here's the one caveat. You need to get moving. So if you're someone who's been sedentary for maybe the last decade or last five years or last year even, start easy. But that slot is to build up to a point where you need to start getting into something that challenges you physically. There's a reason the body produces great hormones with physical activity exercise causes that you've heard of the runner's high you've heard of people getting the endorphin hits after training you want to get that that's the body moving into inspiration it's a way of dissipating stress it's a a way of getting a lot better if i'm someone who's backing someone in a company i'm looking at those things i'm looking at does this person get it Or is this the person that's really going to get it but they're probably going to have a heart attack well and truly early on so they don't actually get life. What they get is building a business but they're short-term thinkers. So they're happy to hustle and kill themselves over a couple of years and then worry about the ramifications which is just such a ridiculous outlook. You must get your mind and body to a point where it is in peak state and that is very difficult sometimes. Because if you've never done it before, there's a challenge there. You have to learn like any new skill. Well, what is it I enjoy doing? Why do I keep falling off these diets? First thing is diets are just ridiculous. They're silly. There's no such thing as a diet. It's the way you eat. This is the way I eat now. Why? Because I want to be a top performer and this will serve me. Great. So that's what I eat now. Oh, but, you know, I keep falling off. Then get back on. It's like any skill and there should absolutely be no tolerance for it. We're about that absolute ownership as a leader. This is not your choice. This is your obligation as a leader of the company is to be physically and mentally at the best state you can be. It's the only way you're going to be able to grow a great business. It doesn't mean that unfit or unhealthy people don't grow great businesses. 
But is it actually going to hurt if they were fit and healthy? Could they have not found the time? It's something you really need to think of. It's something that particularly me this year and getting to that milestone of 40 years, which is a great milestone. You know, once upon a time you look at birthdays and go, gee, I'm feeling old or where's the time gone? It's getting fast. But I tell you what, lost a lot of friends and family that would, you know, what would they give just to have a few extra days? So I actually welcome birthdays. I think it's a great thing. I think we should be just happy. The more you can be here, the more we need, we've got an obligation to use the time as best as possible. And as a business owner, we're in very, very high-stressed jobs. We're in very high-stress roles. We're playing a game that every single day we don't know what's the new challenge that's going to come before us. And if you want to play this game with the absolute best possible chance of winning, then you need to look at things not only inside your company but you personally. You need to take that level of responsibility to be healthy. And yes, sometimes that does take a little bit of sacrifice. That might be sacrificing having those couple of drinks in the middle of the week. It might be sacrificing always ordering the fatty foods on the menu. You know, it's little things everywhere. It's that compounding effect of making better decisions more often. The same we do in our businesses to make a hell of a lot more money is the same we do physically. And as we've spoken about before, we've seen the impact of what happens in your business when you consistently make better decisions about what to do in the business. The decision to make that sales funnel be better, the decision to innovate, the decision to try new things, the decision to do all the things and what the compounding effect of that is. It's hard to lose when you're constantly compounding the right decisions over and over again. It's just a matter of time. And it's the simple and same framework as we have with our health. First of all, we need to work out what we want to do or what we like doing. And then we compound the efforts so we're consistent in the things we're doing as much as we can. Even when we're not perfect, the compounding effect gives us that opportunity to still be healthy. You see people who are a lot fitter and healthier than us and you think where do they find the time but a lot of the time it's they're doing actually less what they're doing is consistency they've worked out what works for them they know where the fine tuning is but that only happens when we've done enough of the compounding effort we've gone to the gym enough we've done exercise classes enough we've eaten properly enough we've worked out this works for me this doesn't this creates more tiredness this creates more recovery we do less of this more of this but that's a fine tuning that only you know not even a personal trainer will be able to understand your body mechanics as well as you will by doing it. Yes, technique and things like that and opportunities in terms of how to fast track results or how to fast track some of the things you want to work with but you're the one who intrinsically knows what your body needs at a certain time and when you get to that level, when you get to that level of health and fitness, you'll start to realise it's not that difficult, it actually becomes a necessity becomes a necessity like eating but you have to at least experience once in your life get yourself to a peak health and fitness state and then see how the world around you adjusts it's a really amazing thing because we've seen it over and over again we've seen it with clients when we own the gym we see with people their lives completely transform and i actually don't understand beyond the obviously the physicality of what changes in the body 
But there is something that magical magically happens when people start to focus on these things. Absolutely, I don't know how to explain it, but things change for them. But you must, must, must as a business leader work out what is the thing that I need for my physical and mental health and how do I apply that practically every single week if not day. There's a lot of things that happen when people are in these high-stress environments and it's something we need to acknowledge. There's a lot of things that are difficult to deal with just in everyday growing a business. But if you don't have the confidence in your mental health, in your physical health, in a regime that allows you to get rid of excess energy, to clear the mind, it becomes even harder to do that. So for that's today, it's the thought that really for me this year is absolutely critical is, okay, it's the 40th year now, what's my body going to look like and my mental health going to look like in the next 10 years? What's the next, next decade going to be as a leader? And it's different to the last 10 years in terms of how I physically want to be and what I expect from my body and what I expect from my mind. I might need to start adjusting what I need to do with sleep. I might need to start adjusting what I do with exercise and food. But it's a conversation that I need to have with myself and have had, but it's also a conversation that you need to start having with yourself. What do you actually want your body and mind to be for you as the leader of your business, as the owner of your company? There is nothing more important than getting that right because the byproduct just far outweighs any time investment that you can make anyway great to chat a very very important topic for me and something that i would sincerely take the time to sit think and contemplate Um, there's plenty of stuff around in terms of tips and tricks but also if you don't know where to start well pop some comments in or get in contact we're more than happy to share some of the um, regimes and things that people that we know do some of the things they, you know, because we know exercise is not always fun. So there's ways of finding it fun. But if there's help you need, definitely reach out. But remember, as the owner of a business, your obligation to the people that trust you, to your families, to yourself, is getting yourself into peak health and fitness, which means mentally as best we can do and physically absolutely as best we can do. Have a great day. Look forward to speaking to you all very soon. See you.